Hello everyone, welcome to Soapbox Stand-Up. My name is Lucas Muller, and it's Monday, March 21st. Real Salt Lake got their third consecutive win of the season, putting them undefeated on 10 points with a dramatic 2-1 victory over Nashville SC at Rio Tinto Stadium on Saturday. Arcel scored early in this game with Justin Miram serving a ball into the box off a corner kick that Bobby Wood was able to head up and over Nashville's keeper Joe Willis in the second minute of play to give RSL the 1-0 lead in the first half. Nashville went on to level the score at in the 25th minute of play. Honey Mukhtar took a set piece um, and served the ball into Walker Zimmerman, who's able to run from the top of the box deep close into goal. Um, Essentially, no one is tracking him. He's out. Uh, he outjumps Bobby Wood and heads the ball past McMath. Uh, Zimmerman is an excellent player. There's no way around it. But the defense has to do better there. It looks like they're trying to do zonal marking, but that simply didn't work. Um, Zimmerman's a tall guy, and Wood is not, and that was a breakdown that allowed Nashville uh, to get back into the game. Arcel were also lucky to not go down a goal in the 45th minute of play. Uh, Mukhtar once again uh, chips in a ball, uh, sends it over the back line, and Levitz finds uh, finds that pass, takes a shot, it hits the post, and it nearly rebounds right to him, but it's just slightly out of his reach, and Arcel are able to clear, going into the locker room level at 1-1. Then in the 54th minute of play, RSL get their game winner. Uh, they were applying a good deal of attacking pressure and had a few opportunities. The ball eventually falls to Chang, who serves it in. He's well outside the box, but he serves it diagonally from uh, kind of the right side of the attacking uh, uh, side for RSL to the left and crosses everyone um to the, to the far post where Tate Schmidt is making a run and he's able to blast the ball, nutmeg Willis, and get a, a game winner. Interestingly, it's the second game-winning goal that Tate Schmidt has had in just two weeks uh, with his goal um, getting RSL all three points away to New England last weekend. As the game wore on and uh, RSL were fighting to keep their lead, things got a little bit more chippy. I know... Um, uh, Walker Zimmerman was issued a yellow. Dex McCarty was also issued a yellow card. But in the fifth minute of stop, stoppage time, uh, Bodie Davis had been subbed on, um, making his RSL debut. And he was taking the ball to the corner, really trying to kill time. When um, Lovitz and, and Dax McCarty run up on him, they shove him down. And the ball goes out of play. And what is kind of crazy in this situation is uh, Dax McCarty... Uh, chooses to really kick him extremely hard with a back heel kick when uh Bodie's down balls out of play the the play is stopped uh it was a very aggressive and reckless challenge i believe uh Dunny called it you know seeing blood red that he just kind of lost um lost his senses a bit uh so he was given a straight red from my understanding it was not a second yellow but a straight red uh and it seems very likely that that uh, that foul will be reviewed and he'll likely face more uh, further suspension for an attack like that because it was completely unnecessary and aggressive and, and dangerous. Um, so he gets sent off and just a couple minutes later, the final whistle is blown. RSL remain undefeated, having won three consecutive games. 
to put them 10 points. Uh, at the time of recording right now, they are top of the West. That could change if LAFC gets a victory at home, but in an extremely good position for Real Salt Lake to be in so early in the season. Uh, in this game, the stats were pretty interesting. Nas- Nashville outshot RSL 16-10, to with Nashville having eight shots on goal to RSL's only two. Uh, pretty incredible to have two shots on goal and uh, come away with two goals. Um, Nashville had more possession, 58% to 42, and were better on pack- passing accuracy as well. Overall, it felt like a competitive game. Nashville never gave up. They fought the entire time, as did RSL. Uh, it was good intensity, good energy. Rio Tinto was sold out, so it was nice to see uh, a full house. Uh, a lot of fans turned out much better this weekend than the home opener, so that certainly helps there. Um, Nashville, or excuse me, RSL had a, a lower XG expected goals than Nashville. Um, RSL's XG was 0.9 to Nashville's. 2.6, which doesn't uh, really tell this story well, um, because Nat- Arcel's had decent XG this season, so this was, I think, their lowest XG of the season, but they were still able to get two goals, which is impressive. Um, just by feel of the game, I think uh, Caldwell has improved uh, improved the midfield. He's been an upgrade. Ruiz has been playing really well, Not not you know, not his absolute best, but probably near it. Um, we're seeing a lot of consistency from him, and that has really helped the team. With Marcelo Silva out this game, Johan uh, Kapelhoff made his debut, as did uh, Buddy Davis. So it was really great to see those two players come on. Um, Schmidt and Miram's partnership on the left has proved just invaluable once again. Um, left side for ourselves feels really strong right now. I think at the end of last season, I would not have predicted that for this season, but they're looking really well. Miram has played um, a pretty solid role. It's always good to see Bobby Wood uh, get on the score sheet, be involved. He's he's proven to be uh, much more effective in 2022 than what we saw from him in 2021, which makes sense. He's not really carrying an inju- injury. He says he's feeling well. Uh, interestingly, Pablo Mastroni did say that Wood had been sick early this week and had been throwing up a few days prior to the game, so... Um, good that he was able to come on and play well, especially with um, quite a few injuries and guys out. Uh, Wood was really essential in this game. Arcel's next two games will be on the road to their two biggest rivals. On Saturday, March 26th, they'll face Sporting Kansas City. Sporting have been bad this season. They have one win and three losses. They're 12th in the West. Um, so a much lower standard from sporting than what we're used to seeing. RSL obviously riding high. Um, so that could be an opportunity to, to pick up points. But sporting uh, isn't always a, an easy place to play. Children's Mercy Park. RSL have had pretty favorable results there. Um, but, you know, you always, you always want to be prepared for these big rivalry games. Uh, then after that, they're headed to... Uh, taking the Colorado Rapids, I believe that is April 2nd. So they've got two big road games away to Western Conference rivals. In team news, Justin Miram has been called up to the Iraqi national team for their World Cup qualifying. Um, Miram sort of famously had a falling out with the coaching staff of Iraq, um, and he's been a really good player for them. So it's really great to see as uh, coaching Staff has been changed that he's getting called back in because, you know, he's 33, but is really proving his value 
um, at the club level, and sure, surely he can offer Iraq um, a good tacking uh, spark as well. From what the team said, it sounds like he will um, he will head uh, to Iraq um, for their World Cup qualifying matches, and it seems like the Sporting Kansas City game is the one game that he's expected to miss. Um, of the uh, of the call up, Miram said, "Anytime you get called back to your national team, you're you are excited and thankful for the opportunity." I was only retired for a short period, but after conversations with the Federation and coach Shahad, they expressed um, the importance of these two uh, final qualifiers. It was important. I accept the call up and I must now give my all for my beautiful country. So uh, happy for Justin and excited to see what he's able to do for Iraq. The only other piece of news, which is more uh, non-news that comes to mind, is the lack of signings. Um, I had reported a couple weeks back that RSL were in conversations to, to re-sign Jefferson Savarino uh, back from Brazil. Um, we're in continued conversations with Anderson Julio, and um, we're still talking to Gustavo Cuellar. My understanding is those are still all open conversations. I have not heard anything definite one way or another, but... Elliot Fall has made it clear that they are still um, looking to sign some DPs. I believe Trey Fitzgerald in his uh, excellent podcast, Bleeding Claret and Cobalt, um, mentioned that they're they're looking to get a few more DP places. Or I think what he said was key players um, in this season. And so, again, we, nothing is concrete, but it seems like the club is still looking to bring in players. And lastly, uh, the Real Monarchs will kick off their season this Sunday um, on March 27th at 1 p.m. They take on Tacoma Defiance in Washington State. Uh, it will be their first game in the MLS Next Pro League. Uh, that is a brand new league uh, spun up by Major League Soccer to sort of be, in a way, a replacement for the USL, essentially um, a development league Um for MLS teams and some non-MLS teams to, to add a competitive pipeline from MLS Next, which is sort of the academy um, to MLS, you know, the, the regular first division soccer team, uh, soccer league in the United States. So that first game is away to, to, away to Tacoma. And then the following weekend, uh, they will be at Rio at uh, Zions Bank Stadium in Harriman um, for their home opener. Thanks, everyone, for listening. We'll be back next Monday to recap uh, the upcoming week's games and the preview the next. Thanks.